Georgia trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move by in here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Lead pass to Tim Hill, Denicio, my man, how you doing? Yo, Reggie Savage, what's the word? I'm doing good, man. Uh, welcome back to the program, episode nine of the Retro Room. You can find on SoundCloud and iTunes, SoundCloud.com/slash Cruise Control Podcast. Download, rate, comment, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We do have um. What's the, what's the site? The uh, the Retro Room shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. They do great work with my other shirt for two out of three false podcasts. So now you can find that shirt and the Retro Room on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Cruise Control. So, Denicio. Um, Let it. Yeah, that, that'd be me. The last time we had you on, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about... Um, you know, who should have been the MVP in certain years, you know, up for debate. I thought that was a pretty good conversation. And um, I tried to get some people on for this episode. You were available. Um, you know, most don't know that when it comes to Jordan, March 28th seems to be a really great day for Jordan. And I tell you this because on March 28th, 1990, Jordan scored his career high against the Cavaliers, 69 points. And also on March 28, 1995, he goes into into MSG, his fifth game back from retirement, and puts up 55 points on the Knicks. They win both games, and 55 is also dubbed as the double nickel game. So... Before we really go into those games and those timelines and what do you what stands out to you the most from either game? Well the double nickel the double nickel man whew, the double nickel was 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 you know no social media Michael Jordan's coming back from baseball he's coming back with a vengeance and I knew when he was coming back to the garden, he wasn't going to disappoint. Right. Um, so it was a, it was uh, that storyline. You had also the storyline with the, you know the Knicks. The Knicks were you know pretty good good at that time. Great defensive team. Patrick Ewing was still in his prime. So it was that you know there was a couple of things that stood out with the uh, with the double nickel game, and, and and of course we all know because it's Madison Square Garden. 
everybody comes with their A game. Nobody misses when they come to the garden. Apparently, it's like every every shot that's taken is uh, it, it goes in without a question. So it it, it you know double looking game is crazy. For me, um, I would say again before we really dive into this, I would say I would I recall watching the game live. I know they had they had the game on both MSG. In TNT, I was watching. I recalled the MSG um, feed. I think it was Marv Albert and John Andres on, you know, on the broadcast team. And mm-hmm. it was just like, Marvelous. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If, if you're gonna watch Jordan's come back to the garden, you gotta hear Marv Albert. I, I don't even know who was on the TNT broadcast, but I know it was on YouTube. But I think it was Bob Neal and pro- probably Doug Collins, both of them, but. Watching that game, I know I was home. I was, uh, let's say, I was 12 to 13 years old, one of those two. And Jordan was my favorite at the time, still is. And him coming back and with a different jersey number, number 45, and that took people for, um, by surprise. And just seeing that he goes back into New York, a place where he just destroyed the Knicks in the regular season in the playoffs, killing all their championship hopes every single time and putting up 55 and like basically like a clinic. You know, it would just, <laughs> again, fifth game back. He missed a year and a half. He went to baseball. He retired in, in 1993 after the first three-peat. And many of us were like, is Jordan going to come back? And if he did, was it going to be the same? And when he did, it was like, holy shit, like <laughs> 55 points. I think he had 20 in the first quarter. And just like all the times, the Knicks had no answer for him. And people would say, oh, John Starks is probably, him and Joe Dumont are probably the best people to defend Michael. But I think he I think he, he, he killed John Starks every single time he got a chance. He murdered him. He put him in a Ziploc bag and put him away <laughs> and put him up. A- Put him away for safekeeping. I mean, you, you have to understand. You, you, for the life of me, even to even into in today's game, I don't understand why coaches don't put out a strategy to just completely take a superstar out of a game. So maybe it happens during the playoffs, and maybe it happens during the finals, during you know those those, those type of series, but. For the majority, teams would just let players drop 50, 60. Mm. I'm like, what? what who, why are you allowing this guy to, to, to flame you? I mean, flame right. you. Like, no no resistance. Of course, it's because it's the, also, too, back, back then you could rough people up, but even then, guys would get off. Mm. Now, you can't even touch people. You can't even get them off ribbon because you'll be thrown out. Two flagrant, you know, two, fla- uh, two flagrants and you're gone. So, um, it's, 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 it's a different time now. I, I, I bet you that when you mentioned this game to New York Knicks fans, like diehard Knicks fans, you know, there, there's, um, you know, the Reggie eight points in eight seconds, whatever it is, there's, you know, the Ewing mm. missing the, the, the layup, the finger mm. roll for game seven. Um, uh, you know, wait, wait, before you move on to that, uh-huh. don't skip over that. Don't skip over that. Okay. You know what's interesting? Would you say that the, the miss, right? The Patrick Ewing miss. The layer, uh, the finger roll, yeah. Right. Was Patrick Ewing healthy? 
95, yeah. I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was. He wasn't healthy, like, later on, like, in 97, 99. But I think 95, let me, let he me, was... Let me, let, me, let, me, let me change that statement. Mm-hmm. During the game, I, why do I think... Why am I remembering during the game he was hurt? He got hurt. If I'm not mistaken, that's why he he didn't have the lift. If I'm not mistaken, I got to do more research on that. I think the I'm, problem with that, I think... I think he jumped too far away. Like that that too. He jumped too far away. Maybe he thought he had a duck. I think if if, if Ewing takes one more step, that's a bucket. But he's but again, he's made that he's made that many times before. But but continue, yeah, please. But I one, apologize. One, he should have dunked it. I, I maybe he thought he was kind of far away cuz maybe he jumped too too early. Mm-hmm. But when you finger roll like you got to put that right in the basket and that that ball hit the back of the rim like Clink and boom, and you know again that's a whole that's a different game for a different day. But I think when you mention certain games uh, around Nick fans, you know even like the Charles Smith game where he got blocked ninety four times by the Bulls in Game Five of, of, of ninety three Conference Finals, you know everything evolves around Jordan and the Bulls where a lot of, a lot of the Nick fans' memories are just like Jordan, Reggie Miller, and like the Miami Heat in the late nineties. So now double nickel even though yeah it's a regular season game you know it's not a playoff game but you know the buzz is there the hype is there you're on tnt national tv you get jordan back and i bet your Knicks fans are probably like oh yeah what a great fucking time for jordan to come back right fifth game he gets the knicks at the garden but you know you look at the first four games that jordan played you know him coming back against indiana and we all know that that, the, the hoopla around that jordan says i'm back and He's on NBC. He's on the front page of you know every newspaper. I'm back, and he scores 19 in the first game. You know, just you're shaking the rust off, and um, he scores 27 in game two against uh, Boston, 21 against Orlando, and then you start to you start to see some kind of like the old school Jordan. So he goes into Atlanta, 32 in that game, and the game winner. So now we're like, oh, shit, okay, all right, Jordan's back, bing, bang, boom. He's in the garden against the Knicks. I'm like, oh, okay, so so Jordan's coming off 32 game winner for that. So now he goes in there, and I just saw this game last week. It wasn't it wasn't even because of the anniversary. I just said, you know what, I, I that's one game I can constantly watch all the time, and I kind of know – when Michael scores, and, you know, not to sound like obsessive, but I kind of know every time he shot, I could be like, off. Hey, you can sound you can sound obsessive, baby. Listen, it's not wrong being obsessive, obsessive with basketball, baby. Mm-hmm. That's what this. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I I totally I'm obsessive with the with the game too. I'm obsessive with the 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 artistry of the game. The 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 pick and roll. I'm obsessed with you know the the footwork that. That's needed to get into position. Um, wow. I'm obsessed with the the timeout plays when you're coming out and you die, you know, diagram a play to get an open shot. I'm obsessed with all that coming off screens. That's all. It's okay to be obsessive about the game, but oh yeah, definitely. Um, but with 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 even with you mentioned all of that, it's just um, it was it was destiny that Jordan was going to come in there and give you a preview. Of who he was, and that that goes to show you. I mean, 
how many people can stop playing basketball, play another sport, say, all right, I'm going to come back mm-hmm. and then be dominant again. Now, not like it take a take, you know, obviously he had to take another year to be mm. back again, full strength. Right. But I mean, literally, so literally, let's say two, let's say two years, let's say he took two years off and he came back and you still, and you, and he was still the best player in the league, <laughs> in the league. Yeah, no you know, and plus a lot of people, they still speculate whether if Michael does not retire in 94 and of course 95, are we looking at a straight? Are we looking at Chicago, Houston in back-to-back finals? Uh, that means we don't get New York, six Houston in 94 and we don't get Orlando, six, Houston in 95. Six, six, six straight. Just like I, I, I said before, I think I told you and I told a couple of people, if... Draymond doesn't get suspended. What are we looking at? We're looking at uh, four straight. Four straight. Easy, easy six. Easy six. Okay, now you're easy saying six. you're you're saying six. If, 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 if they keep Kevin Durant, if they keep the team as constructed, easy six, easy mm. straight, easy. So you're if saying. They keep the team Hey, with, the, with the case of Jordan, you're saying if he's there 94, 95, 91, 92, 93, you're saying he wins in 94 and 95 and 96, 7, and 8? Are you saying A straight? I mean, that's. I don't know about A play, boy. I don't know about A play, boy. You're reaching, baby. <laughs> I'm not, that's why I'm asking. You're saying five? You're saying five in a row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can I can give you a good five. I can give you a good five, but that but that team that that team constructed with cool coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can give you five with cool coach stays though. But you know, you know, these motherfuckers always want to trade motherfuckers. <laughs> people get people get upset. People get jealous. They want to make more mm-hmm. money. And, you, know, you know, teams don't stay together. But right. this team right here, you know, just like Golden State, if they stay together and they know the core that they have, and they know that they, you know, it's just about championships. And it's not about regular season, and we just about to, we, we about to, you know just win chips. That's all we about winning chips. You know, once you get your money from your endorsements, what you get three hundred million, hundred fifty million. It's all about rings now. At this right. point, I want to I want to get three or four. You know what I mean, so I can walk into a room and just put put up mm. my four. Yo, you know how flexed? Like there was, you know, that Super Bowl commercial sidebar. Mm. I see that Super Bowl commercial with. Uh, Tom Brady, I think there was a, it was a football commercial, and like they had all the all the uh, old school cats mixed with the new school. Okay, and he he took his rings and he said, "Hold this," and he he dropped them in, in somebody's hand. I think mm-hmm. that's a flex, like that. <laughs> that's what you, you want to be. You know what I mean? That's mm. fire. He was like, "Hold this," right? And it jingled. Got people walking around with one ring. This dude got five. Was like, "Come on, man." That's excellence right there. That's what people should uh, you know want to aspire to at this point when it comes to the rings. Mm. I mean, I, I can't even imagine. You know, we, you know, we all complain now how much the ticket is to get to get into a Nick game nowadays. Just imagine, like I'm looking at it right now. After Knicks, of like how much that ticket was in 1995 for Jordan's comeback game. Could you imagine what that price was? Thousand. Thousand and up for nosebleed. 
A thousand. So, so you're saying to 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 get in the garden, and this is like you know unofficial to get in the garden for that game to sit up top by the banners. You're saying at least a thousand. You speaking that you're speaking to Black Jesus for a thousand dollars. That's how high you'll be. You'll speak. You'll be speaking to Black Jesus for a thousand dollars. The dudes that's you know the spikes, the spikes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You you in like. Yeah, I mean, what are we talking like mm, six figures? Six figures? We yeah, something like you know, ten, ten thousand, ten, ten, twenty thousand, twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you know sidebar? Do you know? Do you know what sneakers he wore that that game? Yeah, I was looking at them too. I I, don't, I didn't like those. The, 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 I, I don't know the number. What? Like I ain't like I, I the ones he was wearing. No. The, no. Hated on, those. Man. The ten. Yeah, I hated those. The zebras. Hated those. Why? Why? Yeah, tell me why. Don't say John Blaze. Don't say John Blaze. Hold on. Let me make sure I'm looking. Let me make sure I'm looking at the right Why aren't you a fan of the Jordan 10s? Jordan 10. Let me see if I'm looking at the right Jones. Hold on. Yeah, make sure. Because those are fire. And those are the ones Pippen had on. And he had like, there there was a game. And he he, he, he put his foot in the air. And did like a, a, a signal, like, come on, come back with his finger. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at him. Nah, them, them say John Blaze. Them say John Blaze. I right. never, I never, I never, I was never fiending for those. I was never fiending for those. I mean. So which ones were you fiending for? All right. Well, if you really want to get serious, Jordan. This, well, this, this, all, this, this show is all MJ, so might as well. Fuck it. I mean, if you're going to do what you're going to do, was it Jordan, uh. Let me see Jordan numbered number sneakers. Dogs fiending. I'm talking about like sneakers that I Yeah, a lot of dudes freaking died for. Mm. You know, rest in peace. But I mean fire, let me let me does it give me the images? Here we go. Alright. I don't know if it gives me the numbers. Yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. All right, these. All right, let's see. All right, so let me start from the from the beginning. So I jumped on. So the thirteens, thirteens, the fourteens, the. Are you saying you're a fan of these? Uh, thirteen. Yeah, 14. those num- Yeah, those numbers. Those numbers. The Jordans that was pretty much. Um, I had to get them. Okay. Um, and then of course, um, of course the patent eleven. So that's the elevens. Mm-hmm. The elevens were, I mean, classic. And again, you, you children, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, folks that are listening, um, you know, some of you may not, you know, some of you may have the the power to press a button to have that those Jordans actually delivered to you right now. But the, the, I mean, and some of you may still, but now with sneakers, you have to do a raffle and then they call you, etc. Uh-huh. But the feeling of going to a store and buying them and knowing for a fact you're going to be the only ones on your block with them, Crazy, crazy. 
you know, some of some of some of you some of you guys won't even know the feeling of that. I mean, that's that's you know, that's the only flex you had when you was younger. You know, what I mean, either you had the only game in only game on the block. You know, you was the only dude that had Tecmo Bowl, or you was the only dude that had the uh, you know what I mean, <laughs> the uh, Genesis or the Dreamcast or the PlayStation, whatever number. Mm. You was the only one on the block with it. You was you was you was stunting. So. You are a fan of the Jordan 10. Jordan 10. The zebra joints. The one he wore. My, no, no, no. I mean, those, those never screamed out. I never never had a desire to buy those. I, I never had a desire to buy those. Never. I didn't, they, they didn't. They didn't. Them say John Blaze. Them things are John Blaze. That's all right. Okay. Well, I was a fan of the, of the Jordan Ten. I, I I always I always recall those kicks that he wore um, for double nickel. I, I also know he wore the fours in the sixty nine point game. Cadell was in nineteen ninety, and I know the well, that was the father of fours. It could be the f- wait, wait 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 wait. I'm confused now. It the four or the fives in in ninety against. The Cavaliers, sixty nine. Now you got me confused because I know in the ninety one finals, I think he wore the six. Um, I'm pretty sure about that. So maybe that could be the fives that he wore in the Cavalier game. Um, either way, when he scored sixty nine, he scored fifty five. A lot of kids are looking on 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 his feet to see what he's wearing. And they're going to be like, you know what? MJ scored 55 here. MJ scored 69 here. I want those pair of kicks. Yeah, they, I wear these. I'm going to jump out the gym. I wear these. You know, you, you know did you look at the box, box score for the uh, for the uh, double nickel uh, yeah. game? Did you look at the box score? Of course. I mean, for him yeah. or, or, or the, the whole entire team? Yeah, the, the whole game. But, you know, both teams. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was. I was just interested in going down memory lane, like oh, seeing all the players and and seeing. Uh, hey. I didn't. Do you realize that Steve Kerr was on Cleveland at the time when Jordan scored sixty nine? Uh, yeah, Steve Kerr, uh, <laughs> two points in six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he was a monster. He was a monster. Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, I looked at I that. Think to I me, looked at they 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 started the Knicks started Bonner instead of Mason. Mason was coming off the bench. Yeah, I never I never understood that. Never understood that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you got a power forward that can shoot a mid range and handle the rock. He could play the three and the four, defend five positions. Why in the world are you having him coming off the bench for a minute? I don't mm. know what they were thinking, but right. that's what happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, you 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 were you was referencing also too. You was referencing, you know, watching the game if it double nickel. I, you, when you when you have a a fadeaway, what was John Stark supposed to do? This dude was fading away at six six. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. There was nothing he could really do but just watch the ball go into the rim every single time. The double, and then they, when they started really doubling him, he was spinning away from the double to the baseline. Excuse me, I see the double coming, dummies. Okay, I, I got I got it right in front of me to to correct myself, and I want you to find a picture of 
these sneakers. Hopefully you find the OGs, not no remix fucking color scheme. So with Cleveland in the 69-point game, he was wearing the Jordan 5s. In the double nickel, he was wearing the Jordan 10. All right? So I want you to look at both sneakers. I know I already know how you feel about the Jordan 10. But look at the Jordan 5. Jordan 5, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. I'm, I'm, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Yeah, the, the Jordan 5. Jordan 5, so I'm on fire. I'm, 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 I'm burning up. I'm... I'm I'm in dire need of the purchase of those sneakers, so but you're, so I'm not you're trying going, to pay six hundred dollars. You're going Jordan five over Jordan tens. Let me see the Jordan tens. Let me see the Jordan tens. The Jordan tens. Hold on, Jordan tens. <laughs> yeah, no, nah. no nah, fives. The fives. Five. Yeah. five on it, baby. I got five on it. So, what? Wh- what's your favorite Jordan? Pair of Jordans. Patent leather, baby. Uh, okay. Patent. Aside from patent the patent leather, leather. patent leather is like the goat. So, uh, you know, aside oh. from the eleven. I mean, okay, uh, give me top three. Give me top three. Right, patent leather. I need two more. Uh, let's see. Mm. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Um, six, the sixes, the, the sixes. Six so let me let me rank them for you. My top three. You ready? My top three. All right. Pad lovers. Pad lovers. Number one. Mm-hmm. The um, Bugs Bunnies. Number two. That would be the Jordan eight. And the uh, sixes. That that's that's not a bad that's not a bad three. I think you. There's no wrong answer. It just there's no wrong answer, but those three. So when you break it down, bang bang, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk about let's talk about the Bugs Bunnies. Well, back up the patent leathers, right? The patent leathers. I mean, the commercial where he takes off from the free throw line, he stretches and he dunks it, uh, and then you, you see a close up of these sneakers, and all of them auto, automatically you get moist. <laughs> You're like, yo, what <laughs> are those? Those are so fire. And then you, when you went to the store and saw them and you saw the black reflection, you're like, yo, these are patent leathers. But then you got the white and then the design looked like a, something futuristic that you can never, that you could, like you would see on a moon. You're like, yo, that's fire. So you got that. Then you move on to the Bugs Bunnies. Bugs Bunnies, obviously, with Space Jam. And then the, the style of sneaker where you could crisscross it and then leave it out. Oh, my goodness. Do you know how fire that was? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you got the, the sixes with the, the holes at the top and then the clean look. They never like the never like the suede. Never like the sway feel because if you get caught in the rain, you you finish. You finish out here. Folks is making fun of you. They're laughing because you got gray Jordans on. They they actually black because you got caught in the rain. It's disrespectful with sway, but that's my rank out. I think for me, um, the eleven. I would say the six. 
again, this is for me, a preference. I know most are going to say the Jordan 3s or the, the Cement 3s. I know th- those are classic. I'm, I'm not even disputing that. Don't be disrespectful, yo. Oh, man. Don't be disrespectful. No, I'm not. You know what? <laughs> no, I want to pick. I want to pick up. You know what? I want to pick a pair that you you did not pick. Um, because I got the Elevens, I got the Six. I want to find the Jordan Nine, the the Olympic Nines. Fine. Okay. Okay. Like I like the Space Jams. I like I like the Bunnies. Yeah. Okay. I like the okay. Fives. Okay. And it's okay. the the the, the wasn't the Seven. I had. Yeah, I had the nuns. The nuns was fire. The nuns was sexy. Yeah, yeah you, you made a yeah. I, I made a couple of statements on the walk through the room with those. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the nuns. Yeah, yeah. That's bringing back memories, man. Mm-mm-mm. And you know what? Those sevens, bro. The seven, the Raptors. Uh, oh boy. Those Wait, sevens, bro. Seven? See you, you moist, bro. Look, nah, I'm just saying. It's fire. It's too fire, bro. Yeah, the yeah the seven, yeah 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 the pad the the, the suede black, yeah. yeah yeah those, yeah 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 yeah. Like yeah. I like I like those yeah. pair, but yeah. um the, with the gray. Oh my god, what you call? Yeah 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 yeah. Don't talk to me. Talk to me nice. <laughs> talk to me nice with those. Yeah yeah yeah. You, yeah. You, you, there's oh, not that, too much. The eleven. The six, yeah, not things you can tell me with those on, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. D sevens. Oh, would you? Oh, the Bordeaux, the Bordeaux, with the gray. It's a gray, gray colored sevens. Those. If you go, if you go look it up, I promise you, you say yeah, those are fucking fire. Bordeaux sevens. Yeah, that's they call them. Yeah, sevens. Yeah, Bordeaux. Yeah, Barcelona Jones. Yeah, no, no, those Jones. Like I said, hundred pair, two hundred pair hit the hit the streets. Mm-hmm. Once they're gone, you're not seeing them again. That's what you thought. You're not seeing them again until the new Jordans come out. But when you had them, and if you kept them clean and fresh, which mm-hmm. not too many people did because they want to flex. So a couple people warm literally twenty four seven to the point where they kept wearing them with holes in them. They kept wearing. I'm talking about. See, I'm seeing dudes' toes. Right. I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing back, back heels being, dr- you know, super flat. I'm like, bro, it's time mm. to. I think it's time to retire those sneakers. So Play from boy. from from a sneaker debate, the Jordan 69 game and the fives against the double nickel game where he wore the tens. You would say, as far as sneaker game wise, you'll go with the Jordan fives. What is my number one sneaker? No, I'm saying like for for those games that he he poured out fifty five and sixty nine for 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 the shoe game. You you would go with the Jordan five over the Jordan ten. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Right. Um, I'm looking at at the box score for that game right now. Uh, the 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 double nickel game. Um, John Stocks. He, he, John- he took he took twenty seven shots. Jordan, huh? No, Jordan took thirty seven shots. 37, excuse me, 37 shots. I think he took, what's interesting, I think he took 37 shots in both, in both games we're talking about, if I'm not mistaken. He took 30, the same amount of shots, but in one game he scored 69, right? 
You're right. 37 shots in, in 1990 and 37 shots in 1995. One game he scored 69, one game he scored 55, and he took the same amount of shots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's it. and also, too, um, in the, if I'm not mistaken, to the yeah, 69, but he, bro, in the 69 he, game, in the 69 game, he had 18 rebounds? He had 69, 18, six assists, four steals, and a block. He had, he had, he had, he had Giannis numbers in <laughs> fifty minutes. He had Giannis numbers. But the main difference of that game and double nickel, the fact that he took twenty three free throws and double nickel, he took seven. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He took eleven. He took eleven. Yeah, the double nickel. He was just, he was just catching it fake, catching it fake, yeah. catching it go to the hole, uh, out in the break. He wasn't, he wasn't really. You know, he wasn't really um, getting hammered like that. So, you know, and then again, the Knicks, I understood I understood from the vantage point of the Knicks, I, I get what they were looking at. Mm-hmm. So put, can you put yourself in the Knicks' shoes real quick? I'll try to. Just put yourself in the Knicks' shoes real quick. Just follow me, right? Mm-hmm. So you're the Knicks, and here comes Jordan, the player that you've, that you've literally feared that you thought was gone, right. is coming back. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what Jordan you're about to see. Right. You know he's you know he's rusty. True. But you don't know what Jordan you're going to see. So now you got nerves. So now you're like, eh, we're going to play, but it's going to be interesting because we've never had this type of drama before when we played ball before. We've just played ball. We didn't have no... God come back and it'd be like, you know, I wait, what, is, what was the viewership? What, how many people watched that game? You know, that's a great question. I'm going to find it out now. But while I do that, while I do that, if you, when you're a fan, um, whether you're a Jordan fan, a Bull fan, a basketball fan, when he retired, were you more like, like on the, on the side of man, like, 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 where do we go from here? Um, Am I not, am I not gonna watch basketball no more? And then, then, then compare that to when he does come back. Does that bring you more back back into the game where you know Jordan's back and you want to watch every game from now on? No, when he retired the first time, I was like, yo, he, you know, what I'm saying after the, you know, he had the loss of his father, he was going through, he was going through things. I expected, you know, I didn't, I didn't blink an eye. I was like, I get it. When he retired, I got I got it. And then he went to play ball. I got it too, because he said he said his dad wanted him to play ball. I got it. Um and then, you know, as time I mean, obviously he retired Washington, you know, it was time. You can't be father time. Um, but you know, I totally also when he retired, I wasn't looking at it like, you know, I'm not gonna watch basketball anymore. No, I there's always gonna be a the new guy. It was just a matter of who's going to be the new guy. You got to look out for him. And then clearly, you know, obviously, clearly when Jordan retired, you had nuclear surgery, the Shaqs, the Kobe's, the, you know, you know, Penny sometimes. So people have jumped into that role and been the man for the league. Um, so it was just a matter of time. Yeah, I, I felt like one, I, I didn't, I understood the whole story. And then it was just, you know, seeing him do something different with baseball. And, you know, I don't remember seeing one baseball game with Jordan in it, um, far as I know. 
Picatina was the like like the 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 D League type of you know division for the for the White Sox and um, I just remember man when they you know back then again there's no social media there's there's none of that so now when you find out Jordan's bad you get a big newspaper front front page on back or Sports Center was still in the you know in 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 the, in the early days and. Bing, bang, boom, thin and then, thin and then. You see Jordan coming back, and he's got, he, he got the Ferrari out, and he's all ready to go, and he's like, fuck it, I'm back. And then you say number 45, and then you're wondering why you're not wearing 23. So, like, things you, you would ask yourself as a kid, you know, why Jordan not wearing 23? And then, because that number was retired by him, and then I guess they said, all right, fuck that. We'll take it back down from the rafters because you're Jordan. We'll give you 23 to follow in. I think he wore 23... Did he wear in the playoffs? Maybe of that Thinking, year. Yeah, I think that same year later on in the playoffs. I think. I think he had twenty three. I, I he think had twenty three by I, uh, Orlando. I, no, Orlando. No, I think, I think he, he still had, had forty five by then. I think he came back twenty three the new the new season. All right, so either or, but once he put that twenty that twenty three back on, and even seeing that game with, with the with the Orlando series. Jordan getting ripped by Nick Anderson. You seeing the whole thing play out, and it was, it, it, I mean, I mean, that team was, that team was um, not. Yeah, they they had championship quality, but I just think him coming back late, again, not his fault, but just just the chemistry wasn't there. And but I tell you one thing, man. When you know, I mean, I'll go back to double nickel in a second, but that fucking '96 season, they said, all right, Jordan's back. He kind of fucked up in the playoffs. That's cool. Don't worry about it. We come right back. We get 72 dubs, break the all-time record, win a championship, go on, go on to win three in a row. I just think it's a – but I think everything starts with that game at the Garden. Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, wow. Everything oh, – wow. Yeah, it started there. I think it also started with Nick Ennis and ripped him. Nick Anderson ripped Jordan. I think that was the first time I ever seen Jordan ripped. I think if if I'm yeah, I mean I watch a lot of Jordan. I think that was the first time I seen Jordan ripped, where he just straight up got careless with the ball and lost it to a defender. And he knew it. And the way he reacted, he he made me feel that was the first time it happened. So I'm yeah. like, okay, you know. He's coming back with a vengeance. He's coming back for throats. He's coming back, and I, and I know he took. I know he took inventory too of that year before. Mm. He looked around, was like, "Yo, who was talking the most doo doo? <laughs> who was talking the most diaper filled nonsense mm. that they are speaking?" And I'm going to kill them for even thinking they they have a a, a a stranglehold on this league and that 72 that 72 season was exactly what that was he was you know games is like yo listen we're going to yo these dudes ain't getting up the, ain't getting up half court yo we're gonna trap them bong bong we're gonna send Rodman bong bong we're gonna do this all right let's do it like their games he not even Jordan not even smiling he not, he not joking. He's not. He is blank. He was a machine. I, I because think, because yeah. of that strip. True. 
I think what also goes underrated with these games is the fact that, yeah, you hear Jordan 55-69, but Patrick Ewing had 36 in that game. Um, and I think also, let me go back real quick. You he know, did all he could. He Mark, he Mark could. Price, who I think is still one of the most underrated point guards in, in, in the NBA history, puts 100%. up 31 in that game. So, 100%. Mark Price, whew, man, listen. Mark Price... <laughs> Mark Price was giving it to dudes in a league where you had to give it to dudes. If that makes sense to some of you, I'm going to drop that and you pick that up and feel free to let it soak. Mm. But he was let he was given top tier point guards work. Work. Mark Price, baby. A lot of people forget, you know, Cleveland, the Cleveland Cavaliers did have a squad for a period of years, they had a squad. Craig Elo, Mark Price, uh, Brad Doherty, that trio right there alone. They were three all If I'm not mistaken, well, I know Brad Doherty was an all-star, and I know Mark Price was an all-star one year, too. So, um, you know, these guys, you know, these guys are nothing to play with. And Jordan went in there and was like, look, <laughs> look here. I'm Michael F. and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard, if you haven't heard, I got Craig Elo in my pocket. It's bad enough. It's bad enough that I, I, I really, really murder cats. But when I see this white boy right here in front of me, I take it as disrespect that you don't put no other black man on me because, you know, he's at a disadvantage. You know it. I know it. Everybody in the stands knows it. And we just waiting. You just allowing me to just go into the hole and dunk on your centers. Like, how disrespectful can you be to Craig Elo? I, Craig Elo should be really pissed off, if you ask me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Craig Elo should be pissed off, if you ask me. And so should John Starks. Because you, once you see this dude, wait, he 20, 20 in the first quarter? All right. Yeah. Enough. Like, he's going to end the game with 30. He's not gonna end the game with 60, bro, and, 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 um, and you 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 see it, you you know Jordan makes a shot, he makes a fadeaway, he makes this, he makes the the free throw, and it's like boom, you go back. By the time you know it, Jordan got ten. I'm like, okay, all right, you do the math. You score ten in in uh, every quarter, that's forty. You had like eight minutes to go in the first quarter. Your man got ten already. Like, oh, okay. Now we see what kind of vibe it is. Listen, I think, I think, Denise, your shoes, man. Let me tell you something. I think we should, uh, you know, start a an academy. You know, start an academy and teach, you know, academy. And at this academy, we're going to teach uh, basketball players how to hug. Because these layup lines and dunking and all this other stuff, man, there's a, there's a, you can foul a person every single time down court without it being a flagrant. Uh-huh. You just got to know how to foul. Yeah. When's the last time, when's the last time a player went down the lane? The dude is, and some, and some of them would be very easy because some of them would be be crab, you know, be be the crab, the crab euro. So it'd be slowed down for you. So it's like right in front of you, and he's not moving at a, a fast speed. All you got to do is hug him. 
Literally, you don't got to slap his arm, hit him in the face, push him, shoulder check him. No. All you got to do is literally hug him and make sure he doesn't move. The ref's going to call foul. Then you let go. That's it. Like, I don't understand these, these, these idiots. I mean, I've seen trips. I've seen shoulder checks. I've seen straight up pushes, hand push. I've seen pushes in the air where you can literally get dudes like literally hurt, um, you know, and you, you can break a leg. You see Nuritich, Ner- 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 this dude just broke his leg yeah. in three, piece, three pieces. That was crazy. Just by yeah, you know, I mean, he 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 um, landed on somebody's ankle, mm. and his leg his leg gave away gave way like Swiss cheese. It bees like that sometimes. So I do want to point something out to you. You probably don't notice. I'm going back to the 1990 game. Jordan did go 23 for 37, 21 for 23 from the foul line. He had 16 in the first quarter, 15 in the second, 20 in the third, 10 in the fourth, and 8 in overtime, 18 rebounds. Um, He became one of six players with 60-plus points and 10-plus rebounds in the game since 1986. So it's Jordan, David Robinson, Carmelo Anthony, Tracy McGrady, Shaquille O'Neal, Carl Malone, and James Harden. LeBron who? I mean, this is from uh, last year, so maybe LeBron did do it. I'm not too sure. Lebr- but. LeBron who? LeBron? LeBron's the GOAT? What? What is this? What is this buffoonery you folks out there speaking about the God, Michael Jordan? I don't understand why folks like to throw rocks at the throne. You have to understand, it's not about also rings. It's about when Jordan imposes his will on the game. When. Yeah, you can do it. You know, what coaches are telling me, you know, there are a couple types of players. You got players that'll play well when you're leading. And you got players that'll play well with the lead or without a lead. It's just the it's just the it's just the it's just the way of the game. But when it comes to Jordan, when it's time to get a clutch shot, when it's time to get a clutch deflection, rebound, block, steal, Jordan says it's going to be me that's going to do that. It's going to be me. Mm. I'm going to do that. We need we need buckets now. The LeBron against the Pistons. Oh yeah, he's destroyed see that, Detroit. See that LeBron? That's the LeBron in terms. See, that's the LeBron that 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 has the the Mamba juice flowing through his veins mm-hmm. like 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 venom. It's like it's like serum flowing through his veins and through his heart. That's the LeBron. That I would say, if he played like that every single game, and he didn't, and he didn't take nights off because of fatigue, then maybe the goat argument for LeBron would swing that way, and I would be like, "Yeah, you have an argument." But until then, brethren, 
please stop mentioning Jordan and LeBron in the same breath. It's blasphemous. <laughs> um, to keep DeMar Price name alive out there, I do want people to understand that. As a matter of fact, let me ask you this. Um, back in the day, if I'm not mistaken, they used to, you know how the Eastern Conference teams, they will play, you know, four, they'll play four times uh, each other in the season. In the West Coast, you go one and one, so you play twice a year. In, in the East, you play four times. Back then, it was five. So by the time we got to March 28th, 1990, Mark Price has some pretty decent numbers against the Bulls. I'm going to tell you this. And then, uh, then I'm going to get to Michael. So Mark Price against the Bulls. 20 uh, on a round off 21 points a game 12 assists a game and six yeah and six rebounds that's why i still say mark price is still one of the most underrated point guards yeah nba all-star yeah yeah cool but people people don't talk about mark price as far as point guards from back in the day in, in in the nineties, compared to Gary Payton, John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas, Magic, it was too, much, Kidd, it was too many. It was too many guards, B. It was too. It was too many nasty. When I say nasty, and I, I mean right now there is a um, because of the, how the game is played, there is a new guard resurgence. It's 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 like I love it. I love you know Booker. I love. Uh, Fox, I love um, uh, this dude from Atlanta. Um, uh, Trey Young. Trey Young. Um, so there's a lot of point guards. Dennis Smith Jr. I love. Um, so there are a lot of great point guards. I love John ja, ja Morant. Jesus, holy Jesus, some of the Naya. Have mm-hmm. you seen him play? Yeah. Ooh-wee. Man, the- if he's not drafted number two, someone's. St- Would you want him on the Knicks? Uh, I'm going Zion. If I get if I get number one, I'm going Zion. Yeah, if you go Zion number one, let's say Zion gets taken off the board, and the Knicks got the number two draft pick. See, first are you one. picking Ja Morant, um, or are you going with the RJ Barrett, the left hand one sided monster? That's tough, man. Yep. That's tough. Yeah. So, so you trying to tell and, and, me as a prospect? You trying to tell me as a prospect, John Morant's not better than Reddish? I think he's so, not yeah. better than. I think so. He, he, yeah. So let me tell you something, Randy. I, I haven't seen. I haven't been this excited. I'm on vacation, mind you. I'm in the Dominican Republic. I'm 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 getting some rays. I'm on the pool side by the with the lady. I go, I go in, I go into the room. You know what I mean? I'm getting a little relaxation. I'm getting bit by bugs. True story. So I go and turn on the TV, and I'm looking at highlights. And I'm, you know, I, I saw, I saw YouTube clips already of him, and they were talking about him up until this tournament. So I'm looking at these clips, and I'm seeing him come off this pick and roll, and he is serving dudes like. The dudes we're talking about when you Isaiah, the Mark Prices, the Kenny Andersons, the, the he's serving dudes off that pick and roll. And I'm talking about he has complete control of the screen when it comes off. And when he comes off that screen, 
He is hesitating. He is stepping back and pulling from three very easily. He's going to the hole. He, he can go to the hole left, go to the hole on the right side. And he has hops. When you can jump straight up in the air and pull your pull the ball back behind your head midair and then dunk it. I say, yeah, he's ready. He's ready. He's ready. I'm reading some of the the comments that I put on Twitter when I asked, you know, which game would you go with, Jordan 69 or Jordan 55? So, um, at Harlem for days, said double nickel. Um, R. Schaefer 13 says 69 was a better game. He had 18 rebounds too, but 55 meant more for Michael. Um, Yep. The sports hernia, Tim Ryan said, I, I got to go with the Cavalier game because it was Reebok pumps versus Jordan iconic. Yeah. Oh, good. oh because Brad Dart is wearing the Reebok pumps. Okay. Um, Boo. Somebody said that's about 14 feet of North Carolina in that picture that I put up with Michael and Brad Doherty. Um, <laughs> so, real quick, Mark Price, I would say top 10 point guard of the 90s, right? Oh, absolutely. Now, absolutely. Where? He, was, he, was, he was he was nasty. He was na- when I say nasty, he was nasty, but my man, in the 90s, if you was yeah. not seeing Tim Hardaway, if you wasn't seeing John Stockton, if you wasn't seeing Kenny Anderson, you was getting guards every every night that were, you know, I, I I don't want to say they were better than him. They were just, yeah. I mean, Isaiah was better than him. Don't get it twisted. Uh, yeah, but it, was was Isaiah a '90s point guard? I know, I know, he played in there, but I don't look at him as a '90s point guard. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not Isaiah. But you know, Kenny Andersons, your John Stocktons, your, your, your. You All know, right, you know what? Was, let's let, let let's do it before we go back to, to double nickel and, and the Cavalier game. Top ten point guards of the '90s. Because that's what we do here. Um, gonna write it down too. I want to hear what you say. Try to get you in trouble out here. Um, I'm, not, I'm not gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna be educating the children. That's what I'm gonna be doing. So we got if you, if you don't know, you know. You don't know what you know. I'm gonna tell you. So John Stockton, right? You going Gary Payton? I hear you. Right. Well, I'm I'm answering. I mean, I'm asking you, right? GP and Stockton, right? Correct. Uh, nineties point guard. Look, I'm stuck already. Uh, uh, not Isaiah, not Magic, Kevin Johnson. Absolutely, killing folks early. Um, nineties point Kenny A. There you go, Kenny Anderson. You put in Marbury there. Absolutely. You put in AI. AI at nineties, yeah, absolutely. You putting J Kid? Absolutely. One, two, three, four, five, six. We're at seven. Um, Tim Hardaway. Absolutely. That's eight. Van Exel. Absolutely. <laughs> so what? Van Exel was Van Exel. a murderer. 
You forgot about Van Exel. Um, oh, people forget it. There you go. People forget about Van Exel. See, it's it's a lot of guards, B. A lot of guards. A lot of point guards that was killing back then. Uh, Mark, Van Exel. Uh, Mark, was lefty. Mark, Mark Jackson, Ross Strickland. Ross Strickland led the league in, in, in assists. So, I mean, both of them could be put on there. Okay. So, M- Mahmoud? Abdul Rauf, yeah. You can put him on there. Bro, so we're at like 12. So I think for me, I would put Mark Price in the top 10. I, I just, he's, he, you know. I mean, he's not top five. No. no, no he's top, not top no. five. Top so. five would be Stockton, Jerry Payton. He's not top five. He's not Jason Kidd. Got to be up there. He's not Jay top five. Kidd. Tim, I think yeah, Tim Hardway, right? Tim, Tim Hardway. Tim Hardway got me up there. He's not top five. So, I mean, it's relative. Yeah, he's going to be in the in, – he definitely top 20. He definitely top uh, – I mean, I could put him top 10 easy. Yeah, I can get him top 10, maybe top mm-hmm. 11. You know, he'd be out. But like I said, a lot of people forget about him because – you know, even though he went, he went. You know, Eastern Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals against against you know against uh, the Bulls. Who the Cavaliers? A yeah, or, or the Cavaliers, right? Yeah, they yeah, they, I think, I think I they was, went to um, Eastern Conference Finals one time, one year. I, if I'm I not mistaken. That, I think that might have the Conference Finals. No, ninety two Conference Finals. Maybe maybe ninety two maybe or maybe or maybe semi maybe they went to the the semifinals maybe it was the semis was ninety three because Chicago played New York in the conference finals maybe ninety two I think ninety two was the conference finals between uh, Chicago and Cleveland so now we know Mark Price averaged twenty one twelve and six against the Bulls in that year now let me tell you Jordan bro. Um, um. I did not notice until I, I, I looked it up. So Jordan against the Cavaliers in ninety. Before this game, he averaged <laughs> nine rebounds, six assists, forty four point three points a game against the Cavaliers. And this is before sixty nine points. Before it. He's averaging 44 against the Cavaliers. No, 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 no. He's averaging 44 against Craig Elo. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Craig Elo. Look, Craig, Craig, Craig oh, had, uh, man. Craig had 26, 9, and 3. I mean, still, that. Who and, had that? Who had Craig that? Craig Elo. He'd be like, oh, that, that, that's a pretty who, who, great. Who cares? <laughs> I'm just saying. If you said Craig Gillow had 26 on, on on a regular night, oh, Craig had 26. That's that's, that's pretty good. But you had 26. And your man had 69. That's not that's not that's not good. That's not good. The same, and the same with John Starks. Yeah, I could say, I, I go back. I go back oh, to John right man. now. John Starks had 14. Uh, pretty decent. <laughs> but your man had 55. What's going on here? <laughs> You gotta you start laughing, hugging but... folks, man. You gotta start hugging folks. Yo, listen. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Let me get let me get my act together. Like, Randy's making me laugh. Listen. I played basketball in my heyday, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen dudes, you know, I've pride myself on defense. 
It's all the thing I had that I knew I could, you know, I could ha- hang my hat on. Three pointer was inconsistent at best, but I would play dudes, and you know, they would have there would be games where the dude would be on fire, like there'd be nothing I could do. I'd be as close to him as possible, hand in his face. I know I'm playing great defense, and he's just he's just making shots. At that point, I'm like, I'm not letting him. He's not scoring 30 on me. He's going to have to literally pull out the newest wave of moves before he scores 30 on me. Um, and also, too, what, what drives me crazy, how many people foul out in games? Um, you might get one or two. Not a whole lot. You might get the most one. Probably a big man. I've I remember games, if I'm not mistaken, where games where like six or seven people would foul out every game. Well, I don't know what game that was. Watch, it is hacking. No, watching watching no watching the Knicks. Watching the, I'm talking about back in the day, watching the Knicks. Mm. I'm talking about Ewing would have four, Mason would have four, Oakley would have four. Uh, 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 Derek, Derek, Derek Harper would have like five. Starks would have five. Like they would all be in foul trouble. Like all of them. And especially the games against um, Miami. Oh, forget about it. Both teams would be like five, 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 five. These dudes are using their fouls. Like they're not. You watch today's game. There'll be like two, two or three fouls that you know for a fact were not fouls, but they was called anyway. Right now. Back in the day. Mm. They was calling fouls, bro. <laughs> they was calling fouls because your tooth was on the floor. Or your headband shifted. Or your eyes bloody. They're like, oh, no, no. Foul. That's that. Yeah, Patrick, he right. did clothesline you. You're right. That was a foul. Now it's like, oh, no, no. LeBron moved his head back. James Harden. James Harden, his beard moved. Foul. I'm like, come on, yo. Mm-hmm. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. Do you, do you know the story of why Jordan um, wore 45 or why he wore 23? Talk to me. So when Jordan was in high school, right? Um, I, 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 You know, I'm assuming by reading this article that he wanted to wear 45 from the jump. But his, his older brother, Larry... Who was on? Who was on the basketball team? Already had forty-five. So Jordan was like, "All right, my brother is already wearing forty-five. I figured twenty-three was half of forty-five, twenty-two and a half, and that's why I picked twenty-three. <laughs> Plain and simple. He thought 20, uh, makes, he thought twenty-three. Was half of forty-five. There is no half of an odd number. That's number one. But he figured twenty-two and a half, round it all. I pick twenty-three. And there you go. <laughs> He's like, yo. And now when he came back, and twenty-three is in the rafters, he's like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna wear forty-five now. Forty-five. Salute to brother Larry, right? That's right. Forty-five, man. You got Joy. Uh, Jay Z saying. Come back like Mike with the four or five, just to play and it ain't to play games with you and all that. Like that. What's on? I was um, 
Encore, right, with Jay Z and uh, Kanye West. Yeah, I believe that's it. Yeah, 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 that's that's it. That's you, pretty, you pretty good family. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to also see the different dynamic of these rosters that the Bulls had. They had Jordan, Pippen, Horace, Bill Cartwright, Paxson, BJ, Stacey King, Will Purdue, Charles Davis, who I don't know who that is, and Clifford Lett. Don't know who that is. They had, they had Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, and some bums. Well, I mean, no, Paxson was no bum. I like, I like BJ. BJ, well, BJ was, 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 was Pax was Pax was Pax was no bum. No, Com- I mean, cause was re- you know, compared to compared to the, the players on his team, mm-hmm. I mean, was he no bum? I mean, yeah, he's gonna hit you. He's gonna give you open jump shots, but is he gonna jump over you? No. Is he gonna rebound you? No. no. You know, is, but, he gonna, you is, know, he, is he is he gonna play? Is he gonna is he gonna play great D? No. Is he Mark Price? No. <laughs> so yeah when i say bum i'm saying relative in terms of the team he's playing on i'm like it's pretty much jordan pippen horace and some bums and them three guys make all those other guys super talented mm. just like jason kidd just like jason kidd took a team that literally technically should be usually out in the second or third second or third round all the time, that team he took him to the finals, didn't he? Take to take a team to the finals against the L.A. Lakers. Mm-hmm. Who's on that? Je- Richard Jefferson. Oh, no, New who's, Jersey. Who's, who's on that Jersey team? Richard Jefferson. Um, yeah, J- Kenyon Martin. J.K. Kenyon, R.J. Van Horn, Kittles, McCullough, Lucius Harris. That's pretty much our um, Aaron Williams. He had he had five he had five starters he had he had four players no he technically had five players because Lucius was coming off the bench so he had five players to work with and technically he was the only all star right yeah so he made all of the money mm-hmm. all all of them Van Horn um, R J. Kenyon, they didn't really have to do too much. J Kid was giving them platters nightly. Like here, here, here. Like, like you know how you feed a two-year-old, two years like, mm, 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 mm. like there's no chasing for the meal. Like yeah. it's just like, yeah. here, 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 go. Take this nice mm-hmm. little short layup when the other guys could be you know fouling you or you got to take an awkward shot because the point guard can't pass it. This dude is passing it right to you when you need to take take one two steps and dunk the ball. It was dunk central, but um. Yeah, I mean, Jordan, Pippen, Horace, and a bunch of bums. Yeah, but yeah, well, when you get to 95, 96, it changes. BJ still there. Pippen, obviously, Jordan. Tony Kukoc is now in the fold. Will Perdue, eh, Luke Longley, Corey Blunt, Steve Kerr, <laughs> Larry Kristoviak, Bill Wennington, Pete Myers. That was 95 roster for the Bulls. Yeah, you got players on there. Yeah, and the Knicks, to be fair, the, to be fair, the Knicks. I mean, you know what? To be fair, to go back, the Cavaliers had Brad Doherty, Mark Price, Craig Elo, Larry Nance, Winston Bennett, Hot Rod Williams, Chucky Brown, John Morton, Steve Kerr, and Tree Tree Rollins. And the Knicks. Let's go back. Yeah, Ewing, Derek Harper, Stocks, Bonner, Oakley, Mason, Charles Smith, Hubert Davis, Greg Anthony, and Herb Williams. They, the Knicks had a squad, right? The Cavaliers had a good four, but the Knicks had an army. 
they would they should have wanted like I said they unfortunately they were a couple of bad games away from winning the championship against Houston obviously mm-hmm. John John Starks left his gun at home and shot two for a hundred and they really had no answers for um Hakeem um which was tough and it the the style of play killed them like if the Knicks play if the Knicks had played Utah Ew. or if the Knicks had played mm, Seattle mm-hmm. they'd want to chip but because they played Houston the Knicks could not double because when they did it was over the, the Knicks, the Houston Rocks were three were the three point team before mm. Gold, Golden State was the bee's knees. Before Golden State was this you know, f- you know flame throwing three point team. The you know these guys were Houston Rockets were just shooting from from everywhere. Just throw it into Lajuan, you double. Here comes the kick, three pointer, bomb in your face, two mm-hmm. championships. Bottom line. Um, so it was just a matter of matchups. They got the wrong matchup with um, with Houston, but the Knicks were loaded, and uh, you know when I reminisce over you, my God. And I knew I was right because Jordan did wear forty five up to the Eastern Conference semis against Orlando up until Game One. That's when Nick Anderson ripped Jordan. He even said, you know. You know, number forty-five is not number twenty-three. I, I don't see myself taking the ball away from number twenty-three. So for game two of the, of the Eastern Conference Semis against Orlando, Jordan brought back number twenty-three, and when he did, he scored thirty-eight, and the Bulls won that game. So I, I know he brought back twenty-three, and was what was crazy about that is he brought twenty, he brought twenty-three back. For for game two, they won. Now game three, that's uh, I, I, I'm assuming game three. That's when he and Penny, not he and Penny, but he did a he did like a crossover where Jordan wore a pair of pennies. So usually, when, you know, when you see Michael, he's wearing his he's wearing his own his own sneaker. Right. He wore pennies in that series. Right. And then I know right. Penny Penny wore a pair of Jordans uh, during that year, but I, I'm not sure if it was in that series. But it was kind of odd to see Jordan wearing the pennies in that series against the Magic. Someone stole his sneakers. No, I'm just joking. I don't. Know. <laughs> he was like, I ain't got. They stole my sneakers. What, what, what do we have? They was like, we got some pennies. He was like, mm, uh, all right. Oh, you know what's funny? Now that you mention that. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I found it interesting. I was thinking about this the other day. Back in the day, you know, you would have sneakers when you would wear sneak. You would wear sneakers. You would everybody would talk smack to each other, right? Mm-hmm. And you would, you know, everybody. You only had a couple of people that had signature sneakers. So you had Barclays, you had you had Robinsons, you had Jordans. Only a couple of people had signature shoes. Maybe a handful had probably, signature probably shoes. Pippin too. Think Pippin. Pippin, you only had and Penny, you only had, Shaq, you only had yeah. a, a handful, but majority of the league wore general sneakers from different companies. Now, 
now it's literally folks on the teams are wearing your sneaker. So when Kevin Durant comes to town and the dude that he's playing is talking shit, but then you look down on his sneakers and he's wearing your sneaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, bro, that's, that's you're funny. wearing you're wearing Kyrie's. You're wearing Kyrie's, but you're playing against Kyrie. Kyrie. Yeah. Like that, you know what I'm saying? Like that's weird to me. Like for me, I'd be like, yo, I'm not wearing a sneaker. If I'm playing against a dude, I'm not wearing a sneaker. That's crazy to me. Like I'm not wearing it's like it's odd. Like nowadays, you, you just point, look down, like, are you wearing like LeBron's like, yo, LeBron, you talk smack to me, you wearing my sneaker. Which how many pay, pay, pay LeBron's you do you all? It's crazy. You know what's even what? crazy is the fact that I'm looking at it right now. You know, and then we talk about the rivalries and the Knicks and the Bulls and Knicks in Miami, Indiana, whatever. I'm looking at the time that Jordan was as a bull and the Knicks had Ewing and, and, a, and a good roster. Like the Knicks never beat the Bulls in the playoffs when they had Jordan on the roster. I know they got one off against uh, Chicago in 94 when Jordan left. But when Jordan was on their roster, like Jordan's undefeated against the Knicks in the playoffs. I'm looking at 89. 91, 92, 93, and 96. When you say he's undefeated, he so he swept them in every series? No, I mean like every series he oh, no, every no, no, series no, no. he, he won, against, he won, yeah, he won, he won. Yeah, he won. When he was yeah. there, not not that 94 stuff, but it's just like it's crazy because when you mention Chicago, New York, you say rivalry. That's, that's a great rivalry. But like do you still count that as a rivalry when Jordan and the Bulls beat you every single time that he was there in the playoffs? Do you still count that? It could be a rivalry. It could be a rivalry. You can you can lose to a team three straight, four straight during the season. To me, it's how you lose. Or to me, it's how much of a fight you put up. When you saw the Knicks, when you saw the Knicks play other teams, you was like, "All right." When you saw them play the Bulls, you was like, "This is personal. This is you, you. You see, they don't like each other." When you saw the, you know, we saw the Knicks play a team, you'd be like, "All right." When you saw them play Miami, yeah, the the, the, the I mean, you, you see, you, you can see it in the mannerisms. Of the players when they play, you can see when players don't like each other. Where it's like, all right, like this is, like I and then like, oh, so was this a big game for you? No, it was a regular game. It's like, bro, you were you were literally screaming at the top of your lungs, right. pounding on your chest, grabbing your genitals, jumping up and down. You jumped on the scores table, and you're trying to tell me this game means something to you, <laughs> like. Come on, it's uh, yeah. The the, the teams the, when you say rivalry again, rivalry is, is 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 how the teams play each other and how the disdain becomes. You know, this it, it boils down, and sometimes it carries over to what. And obviously, in high school and college, it carries on. It carries on. It can be carried on for generations. You know, obviously, North Carolina Duke. 
Um, you know, you got different teams where it's just like you're up the block, you're you're our in-state rival. We just don't like you because you think you're better than us and you're not. Um, Michael Jordan basically was like, yeah, you guys are New York. I was born in New York, but I'm representing Chi-Town. And when I come to New York, I'm going to bust your ass every single time. That was his mission. Right. Um, I would assume the double nickel would be the game you would watch more than the Cavalier 69 game. But the 69 game, I was watching a little bit earlier. I, I did not finish it, but it was just, I really want to see how Jordan got off with that 69. And plus, you had, you know, the 18 boards, you know, six dimes and four blocks. And then, you know, the, and the, 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 the total stat line for Jordan. And the guard, it was 55, 4, 2, and 1. So from a stat line um, point of view, 69 wins. But I think from an overall legacy that fans know all the time, from a moment, I think Double Nickel beats 69. The only reason why Double Nickel, it's a couple of reasons why Double Nickel beats Obviously, we've, we've talked about a couple of reasons why the double knuckle beats the 69 comes in terms of re- uh, relevance and the storyline and him coming back. And so there was a lot of things that we've talked about, but you're talking about, um, you know, the 69 game during the time. Listen, Jordan was the most athletic person on the floor. There was no one as as athletic as him. And the team he was playing against had no defensive scheme at all. Now, fast forward to the Knicks. Yeah, they could play defense, but when you meet a guy whose offensive efficiency is through the roof, like Jordan, there's nothing you can do. There's no no defenses for uh, a Michael Jordan, a Steph Curry, a Kevin Durant, um, a LeBron James, a Carmelo Anthony. Um, there, there are no defenses like Birds. There's no def- there's no defenses for certain players who you know. Kobe's is what you go- what you gonna do when they run wild on you. <laughs> So let me ask you, 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 you mentioned Bird. I know this has n- nothing to do with that, but would you take Jordan's double nickel, his career high against the Cavaliers, 69, or the 63 he dropped on Bird in the playoffs? I'll take the 63 he dropped on Bird in the playoffs. Even, though he, even know, though he lost that game. Yeah, even though he lost that game because they didn't know what that – and then here we go. The Celtics won the game. Right. But they left that arena saying, oh, shit. We we just saw somebody who is way better than us as a team. Mm. And if he gets one or two more players, we're in trouble. <laughs> That's exactly what they said at the end of the game. So, right. yeah, they won. But uh-huh. they're, they were put on notice. That night, like yo, yeah. he I mean, is not uh-huh. to be messed with. There's no answers for him, 
and he's by himself right now. If he mm-hmm. gets one or two more players, competent players, we're done for. <clears throat> this this Boston dynasty is finished. I know. I know. Kevin McHale just went to the back, started drinking. He was like, "Yo, I, I get pass me, pass me a Hennessy." Yo, listen, man. I'm looking at that Bulls roster from 1986. It looks suspect, but. <laughs> All right, you know Michael Jordan, Orlando Woolridge already off to. Well, you know what? O was pretty good. Twenty four and nine that that game. Dave Dave Corzine, yeah. Charles Oakley, Kyle Macy, never, never. I don't know who he is. John Paxson, Gene Banks, Sydney Hall Green. Of Famer. Who you reading off? You reading off Hall of Famers? Continue. Oh yeah, Sydney Green, George Gervin. Yeah. Post San Antonio Iceman and Mike <laughs> Mike Sm, Mike Smreck Smreck. Right. Yeah, Hall of Famers, yo. That Hall was the famous. 1986 Chicago Bulls again against Hall of Famers, yo. Larry Bird, Mikhail, Danny Ainge, Dennis Johnson, the Robert Parrish, Bill Walton, Jerry somebody, Scott Wedman, and Rick Carlisle. Bro, come on, how that how Chicago beat that roster, bro? <laughs> Come on now. Jordan had no choice but to score 63. There you go. On 41 shots. 41 shots. They they literally was like, all right, we got these, we got these bulls. You know, we'll we'll get this. That's what Boston was thinking. We'll get this one off. We'll be drinking in like an hour or two. Mm. It'll be all good. Jordan started playing. And they was like, yo, (laughs) Danny (laughs) Ace. Dennis Johnson, <laughs> Larry oh, Bird. Come on, man! Come on. They, they kept going to the huddle, like, "All right, he's killing me. Who, who's, who's, who's taking? Who, 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 yeah. who's taking? Look, who's taking one for the team now? All look, right, Bird, thirty-six. Bird, thirty-six, twelve, and eight. Mikhail, twenty-seven, fifteen, and four. Ainge, even Danny Ainge at twenty-four, five, and four. Um. Dennis Johnson, 15, 8, and 4. Uh, Parrish, 13, and 9. So your whole starting five had double figures. Oh, they had five Hall of Famers. Shut your filthy mouth. They had five Hall of Famers on the floor. Five. 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 Five Hall of Famers against little old Jordan. <laughs> but the thing is, you, you're, you're taking that game over double nickel in 69. No, no, no. I'm taking it over 60, uh, 69. So double nickel. That game, the 63, and then the 69. Hmm. Yeah, no. Nah, the 55 will always wow. be special again the, the because of high, uh, the career high is low on that on that, on our totem pole, man. Yeah, it's, 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 it's sometimes sometimes it's, sometimes it's not a matter of uh, you know sometimes it's not a matter of uh, I mean none of those games I think none of those games. Uh, well, then again, I don't know. I have to research some more, but Kobe's eighty-one was was huge too. So, I'll, you know, I, I gotta look at that game again. But Kobe's eighty-one, he needed they needed every single amount of, of that eighty-one, every single one. Before, so, yeah. Before I wrap up, I'm looking at some other comments. I don't want to forget. Um, at, at NBA follow-up stats, I agree. Fifty-five was after a few games back from retirement against the Knicks and in in, in MSG. It also turned into a commercial. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for that 55-point experience, I had to listen to the game on the radio in New York at the time. MSG was only t- on highest pay grade for cable. Well, 
My parents refused to pay and <laughs> get the box. If the game was on TNT, it was blocked out of New York. True. So yeah. I, had to, I had to hear it. Uh, I had to listen to a lot of great Bulls Nick games on the radio, shaking my head. Um, at Brad Setchler, Doherty's compression shorts, the crazy plus the Reebok pumps, plus getting 69 points dumped on the Cavs by a player in the NBA, hoops crowning the NBA into the 90s. So I'm guessing he's going with the Cavalier game. Um, Kev Bell said double nickel. Um, what's we got here? Okay. So, so yeah, I, I think the legacy of both games it, it just – you know, phenomenal, man. You, you know, you can't go wrong with either game. Um, that career high by Michael in '90. You know, at the time he he was not a world champion. He was not. So that year kind of propelled him to what we were gonna see from him in the future, starting from 1991. And mm-hmm. double nickel. I mean, it's so ironic these two games happen on the same fucking day. I, I don't know how that, that's possible, but I, Jordan's I, I, the, I remember. Jordan's the, Jordan's the greatest. He's the greatest that's ever picked up a basketball. He will go down as the greatest. He should never be mentioned with LeBron James ever again. And anyone who says otherwise is um, being disrespectful and, I remember, and should be slapped. I remember watching the game on the MSG show and then them putting up the graphic like, hey, also on March 28th, Jordan scored 69 in his career. So he's he's on pace to break that. And I, 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 I recall that. And then the guy's right. Any TNT game, that's probably why I didn't see it on TNT game. But any TNT game in New York, here in New York, featuring the Knicks at the Garden, they'll block it out. So that's yeah, why I saw it on MSG. Yep. So the legacy of the double nickel, man, the sneakers, the you have the... The sneakers, the 45, on the road, back from retirement, fifth game in, in the garden, New York. The Bulls were in the playoff hunt. I think there was sixth in the East at that time. The, the Knicks were like top two, top three. So, you know, it's different. It, it wasn't like Chicago was a first seed or second seed. They're like below New York now. So everything is, you know, tipping the other direction. And then we'll see what happens going on after that when they went three in a row. But... Um, you asked me which which game I would watch more. It would be double nickel, but don't don't sleep on that Cavalier game because again, you do get Dart, you you do get Mark Price in there getting buckets, Craig Elo, and this is this is a year after the shot in '89, the first round. So, and the Cavaliers are not doing as well as the year prior. The Bulls are like maybe top two behind Detroit, and this is like they keep getting better and better. They kick. And they, you know, they get bumped out first round, second round, conference finals, and eventually they'll get over that hump in '91. So both different tales of Jordan's career, but still both, you know, classic games. He's a classic man. That's what he is. He's a classic <laughs> man. <laughs> I wonder. A classic I wonder. What well, somebody said, uh, T. Jader, the Raider. Nah. The Boston 63 piece. Yeah. There you go. Yep, yep. I'm telling you, wow. bro. That's, he was giving them, he made them dudes go to sleep that night and have nightmares. Yeah, but what? I was only, I, I only asked about 
these two because they were on the same same day. But I know at some point, I know we'll talk about playoff playoff games and playoff matchups and playoff moments. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. that game right there. Now, do you, do you know what sneakers he had on against Boston in that game? Uh, what the threes? Uh, if I'm not mistaken. No. What do you have on? What do you have on? I think he had the ones. The bands, the bands, the ones that were bands. The Jordan ones, yeah, yeah. The red, red, white, and and black, yeah. The ones that were bands, yep. If I'm not mistaken, oh, yeah, he did. yeah, he did have the ones on. Yeah, giving him sixty three. Nike was like, yes, <laughs> yes, then, <laughs> we're then, gonna be rich. Then the NBA <laughs> like, banded. You know that that could be a topic. I got to remember them banning Jordan's sneakers for that for that year. Nike, I, I gotta, Nike, I Nike. Record Nike still was one two one two. Nike still was like, we're gonna be rich. Mm. But D man, you know, always appreciate you coming on the show. Um, your second time on the Retro Room. I know we we'll get you on more times, but always good to reminisce with you. Uh, a bunch of Jordan games that we could talk about forever, but. Uh, being that you know March twenty eighth, nineteen ninety, and and ninety five, him scoring his career high and double nickel, um, I felt like you know why not do a show on just two games, right? You should do a show on all of them. There's a lot of games. <laughs> I know, show. I know, I know. I got, I, I got to do more games with, uh, with, uh, with Michael. But both of those games happening, happening on the same day. Um, I don't think that's been, I don't think that's been done since where two crazy games from someone's career happened on the same day. Uh, I I would look at it. I doubt it, but I think Michael will be the only one. But um, again, man, thank you, man. I appreciate it. You can find Denicio on Twitter at uh, Denicio Shoots and on Instagram. Follow him. Great follow. Follow me, Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z, and download the show on SoundCloud and iTunes. Denisha, my man. Always appreciate it. Yo, yo. Thanks for having me. All right, man. Take it easy. Later. All right.